Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. This is the whole duty of man, and welcome to the health plug brought to you by Barnes Bella. Stay tuned. Season 2, Episode 2. Welcome, friend. Welcome to the whole Duty of Men podcast. Welcome to the Health Plug. This is Bans Bella. I'm your plug to everything that is health-related. This is when we discuss matters of health, right? Uh-huh. Last week, we introduced that we will be talking more about non-communicable diseases and that this week we are going to be more focused on kidney diseases so one may wonder what is just the drive what is just driving the curiosity to know more about non-communicable diseases to know more about kidney just a few days back i came across a post by yaruna fm and the subheading our subtopic of the post was kidney disease on the rise in Botswana. It was a very brief article and I'll just go through it. It says, Pediatric nephrologist Tembisile Mosala Ngatani says there is a rise in kidney disease within the country in both adults and children. Mosala Ngatani says this is due to a rise in disease in diseases that cause kidney disease such as obesity, high blood pressure, sugar diabetes, and recently COVID-19. She says they have also noted more kidney disease cases because of improvement in diagnosis, in kidney diagnosis, allowing them to detect more cases. Mosalangatani has therefore called on the public to go in for checks and avoid late detection of the disease. So, like like the post has just indicated, there is a rise in kidney diseases. And sometimes we find ourselves suffering from these diseases from just because of the way we were living. And we didn't know that the, our way of life was gradually contributing to us now having kidney diseases in our later years. So it is so important that we become informed so that we can, you know, change our lifestyles, alter our lifestyles to avoid finding to avoid finding ourselves struggling and suffering from conditions such as kidney failures and many other we're going to learn about. So friend Today, Comfort Chawe is going to teach us about kidney diseases. Comfort is just about to start her final year at med school. So she, you know, we can pretty, we can trust her with, <laughs> with what she's going to teach us, <laughs> right? <laughs> no heresy. <laughs> and I hope you find it very informative. Yes. Thanks to you all. I hope you are well. 
for this segment of the health plug we'll be discussing on kidney diseases as our first non-communicable diseases that we'll be talking about so my name is comfort chower uh before we begin let us start with a word of prayer heavenly father we thank you for your grace and your presence upon our lives and we thank you for every opportunity you provide for us to learn of your word to learn of your truth and to learn about how you have called us to take care of our bodies heavenly father for we are your temple lord guide us by your holy spirit throughout this whole study may we gain understanding and may we gain a love for learning and searching more about these matters of uh, health heavenly father we may not only use the information for ourselves but also share it with others heavenly father as we're exercising the right hand of the gospel which is uh, the health message this we pray and ask of you in jesus name amen all right so we'll be tackling the topic of kidney diseases and it's quite interesting that there was a systematic analysis done on global the global burden of diseases it was a study done in 2017 and it showed that around 697.5 million people were suffering from chronic kidney diseases of all stages right that is quite a staggering number and estimates actually show that right now um, around more than 800 million people are suffering from kidney diseases and this study was actually published in Lancet uh, for anyone who's interested in reviewing it right and also locally there have been some studies done especially in princess marina by some of the nephrologists that we have in the country and they have noted increased rates of kidney diseases among batswana of all amongst all the ages right so the cases are rising and they attributed some of these cases to our high hiv burden within the country the increasing rates of diabetes as well as hypertension and interestingly enough there has been a concerning links between covid-19 and the rising cases of kidney diseases so it's actually something to really consider and look into right and one thing about kidney diseases is that uh, as with all other uh non-communicable diseases it's concerning that in its early stages it's usually asymptomatic right individuals may not even notice that they're having kidney problems until they present in later on when the disease has um advanced having missed an opportunity for prevention or for early care which is something to look out for So today I just want us to have a general overview of what the function of the kidney is and then we'll look at acute kidney injury, chronic kidney diseases, uh, just an overview of polycystic kidney disease and then we'll go on to how then should we take care of our kidneys. Right. So in terms of the major functions of the kidney, one key role is with waste excretion right the kidney is very important or plays a critical role when it comes to uh, the removal of those um nitrogenous waste that are built up or that are released from the breakdown of protein in our body right so 
during the various metabolic processes in the body uh, these excess waste materials some of them being urea and creatinine these are very important when you're talking about kidneys uh, they will need to be released from the body because when they accumulate they start causing problems so the kidney plays an essential role in that and it also is important in terms of the breakdown and excretion of certain drugs or medications that we are taking right some of them are removed from the body through the function of the kidney and then certain hormones in our bodies as well um, once they just to bring in that homeostatic balance within the body the kidney does break down some of them including your insulin amongst others and then the kidney plays a very important role in terms of electrolyte balance and osmoregulation and this essentially talks to the balance of uh, salts within our bodies as well as water right the body needs proper balance between the salts and the water because excess of everything is not good right and it plays a very important role in terms of the production of certain hormones in our body uh, one important one is erythropoietin which plays a very important role in the production of the red blood cells the very cells that help in circulating oxygen around our body right and it is also important in the activation of vitamin d i'm sure we have heard about why it's very important uh, to spend time uh, getting sunlight exposure adequate sunlight exposure each day to help in the production of vitamin d right so the, the kidney helps in Act in activating it and ultimately this uh, goes on to, into the process of balancing the calcium calcium homeostasis within our body because if there's a dysregulation within the calcium balance that is when we start having problems with our bones um yes right and then one important role is the production of a hormone called renin this one plays a very very important role in the balance of or the regulation of our blood pressure in order to maintain our blood pressure if they're in the right space, we need renin with other uh, mechanisms involved. And then lastly, one of the major functions is the balance or the homeostasis of glucose in the body. We talked about how the kidney... Um, breaks down certain hormones like insulin, which we know is very important in the balance of, of glucose. So yeah, now we'll move on to acute kidney injury. This is when an individual actually um, has a sudden loss of renal of, of kidney function within a short period of time, right? And it eventually leads to the accumulation of those waste materials that we talked about, your creatinine and your urine, right? And these may ultimately cause problems within your body. And there are three major classes or major causes of what may cause these problems or this acute injury to the kidney. They are termed pre-renal or pre those happening before the kidney or affecting the perfusion or circulation to the kidney. And then the renal or the renal meaning kidney right anything affecting the kidney itself and then the post renal which actually talks to uh, problems with the outflow of the urine that has been produced within the kidney itself so in terms of the pre-renal like i said anything that affects um the perfusion or the circulation going to the kidney because the kidney is a living organ right so it needs adequate amount of circulation so anything that will affect that will cause injury to the kidney so 
one key thing that affects the that is found here is what we call hypovolemia meaning low volume of blood right and this may happen when someone has actually lost a lot of blood maybe they've suffered an injury and they lost a lot of blood or someone is losing a lot of water from their body it may be perhaps from vomiting from diarrhea from maybe sweating excessively while they are not having adequate water intake right especially now that it's very very hot right and then some people who have uh, suffered from extensive burns may have lost a lot of water that will ultimately lead to low water in the in the blood in the body which will lead to there being less blood being channeled to our kidney right and then anything um, that affects the circulation of blood as well in the body any problems with our heart right people who are having heart problems heart diseases uh, some conditions affecting the liver you may have people with liver failure it will affect some of the blood that is going to to the kidney and then certain conditions affecting the actual vessels themselves they can become narrower right the vessels that supply the if they become narrow then that will affect the blood the the kidney and then there are certain medications as well that can essentially lead to uh, kidney blood flow interruption especially some of your painkillers your we call them NSAs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, but these are mostly your painkillers, your brufen, and sometimes even drug medications like paracetamol when taken excessively or when you exceed the right amount, it may cause damage to your kidney. Right, and then we go on to the renal um, problems or any issues that are affecting the kidney itself, right? that may cause injury to it we already talked about the drugs they are called nephrotoxic because they are toxic to the drugs to the kidney especially when they are used in uh, the wrong proportions or the wrong amounts right some of them are just naturally uh, cause damage to the kidney that's one thing to look out for um there are certain infections as well, some bacteria, some fungi, and then some viral infections as well. We talked about HIV. HIV definitely does affect the kidneys. And recently now we are having COVID-19 virus, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. It can cause damage to the kidney, whether directly or indirectly, right? And then we have other uh, general conditions that may uh, cause uh, damage to the kidney. I believe we have a segment where we'll be talking about autoimmune conditions, right? So we'll be learning about some of those, but essentially any under autoimmune conditions, you have those diseases where the immune system of an individual starts attacking the healthy cells within an individual, right? And they, part of the cells in the kidney may also be damaged from those right and then we have the post renal causes of acute kidney injury which i was said any obstructions that prevents the normal flow of urine outside the kidney out and outside the kidney until it exits the body right so you may have certain tumors um you may have tumors in the bladder that will uh, cause that dysfunction. You may have tumors in the cervix that may actually press against the urethra um, such that flow of urine is, is not adequate. And you have to remember, urine is concentrated in, in those um, toxic 
waste products that we talked about right and if urine flows backwards back to the kidney essentially those materials may cause damage to the kidney right so that is why the obstructions are not good in this case and then some of the tumors as well especially in um, elderly males we find that they are tumors of of the prostate gland right those also may cause obstruction and then some may just have kidney stones right uh, kidney stones those crystallized salts that form within the passageway uh, from the kidney may actually be big enough to block the passage of urine and then some blood clots as well can form within that pathway especially from individuals who are bleeding which ultimately may cause problems so some of the symptoms or some of the features for, to note for someone who's, who we are concerned that they have an acute kidney injury. Number one, we said some individuals may actually not even have any symptoms at all. It will be noted maybe when they went for a review at the local facility or for someone who's regularly checking their kidney function and then they found that there are some abnormalities within those salts or within those uh, waste products that we talked about, right? And then some people, if your kidney injury is caused by perhaps a dehydration, right? So those individuals will show signs of decrease Decreased blood or volume, decreased volume of water within the blood. Essentially, signs of dehydration, right? Uh, the person may be quite um, tired. They may not even be producing urine or there's a change in their urine. They're producing smaller amounts of urine. In fact, when we're talking about urine as well, depending on what is causing the injury, some individual may note that their urine is becoming quite frothy or cloudy right the color is just not the right color it looks like it's foaming when when they are urinating right and then some may actually have darker urine depending on the cause like i said anyway going back to the signs of dehydration <clears throat> especially in children you may note that uh, children are crying they're not even producing tears uh, we have what we call the fontanelle you may find that is depressed in a child who is dehydrated right right and then some of the features as well we said that the kidney plays a very important role in removing excess water from your body so if the kidney is not functioning well, that water will accumulate within the body. So what will it cause? It will cause what we call edema or swelling, right? Most of the time, people will note that their legs are swollen, right? And then sometimes when it's severe enough, you may find that even your arms are swollen, even your face or your eye around your eyes, it's puffy and it's swollen, right? Especially in the morning hours, right? That shows that there's excess fluid within the body. And in some individuals, they may have difficulty breathing shortness of breath because there's fluid also uh, collecting within the lungs as well some individuals may even have issues with the heart now because it's now pumping against so much pressure that much water that is within the body may actually cause the heart to have problems as well ultimately others may even end up having hypertension because of the increased pressures within within the body and the vessels like i mentioned right then some of the symptoms are Individuals may have pain, what we call feeling pain. Someone may complain that I'm having uh, pain in towards the back region, but not 
necessarily towards the spine but towards the back region you may note that they're having pain because that's where the kidneys are located right or that's where we feel for the pain so some may have that and then some of the signs are attributed to those toxins when they start building up within the body they may start showing in different ways right uh, some people like we already mentioned they may get tired some may start being nauseous or having poor appetite because the gastrointestinal system is affected uh, when the clotting system is affected because of this accumulation some may even have problems with 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 that we have what cells called we have what we call platelets right which help um to prevent us from bleeding too much so when they are dysfunctioning someone may find that they're having too many bruises um a lot of bruises because of that dysfunction or they are bleeding excessively than is normal right and then some may it may even be severe enough that their 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 brain when it's affected may they may have you know a foggy mind they may be drowsy some may even have comas some may even have seizures because of this very problem right and then if you're having obstructive post-renal causes of your kidney injury which we said there's an obstruction there are some symptoms of that you find you find that your bladder is quite full but you are not able to remove that urine or even when you try to remove the urine you still feel that there's something left within the urine itself Yes, I think that's we're done with uh, acute kidney injury. Now going on to chronic kidney injury. This is where you are having an abnormality of the kidney structure or function that lasts for more than three months here, right? So as much as kid, acute in kidney injury was happening in a short time, chronic happens over a long time and it's important to know that some individuals who've had acute kidney injury may progress to now have chronic kidney injury so some of the risk factors for this uh, individuals with diabetes so the persistently elevated um, glucose levels or sugar levels within the blood especially when it's not well controlled may actually accumulate and destroy some of the cells or the function of the kidney itself which may lead to what we call diabetic nephropathy meaning just the subsequent um, damage to the kidney due to that diabetes right and then you may have hypertension as well hypertensive people people who have high bp the consistently elevated pressures within the vessels of the body including the vessels within the kidney itself may damage it and ultimately cause uh, dysfunction within the kidney and change of structure within the kidney and then obesity as well uh, we know the effects of uh, long-term high lipids within the body they may also cause damages some of them may even block uh, the vessels that supply the blood to the kidney right and then substance abuse smoking alcohol recreational drugs these actually cause harm to the kidney these chemicals cause harm to the kidney in the long run and then advanced age is one of the risk factors as people age they are more prone uh, to getting uh, kidney diseases and especially we talked about older male who may have tumors or enlargement of the prostate they may uh, end up having post-renal causes of a kidney injury, which may lead to chronic kidney disease. And then a family history of kidney disease may predispose one to have 
<laughs> but in terms of this one i i always note um this expression that as much as genetics loads the gun lifestyle pulls the trigger right we may be predisposed genetically but our lifestyle may help either prolong or eliminate that risk uh, of us of an individual getting the kidney disease but it's very important if you have a relative who has a kidney disease to review and to ensure that you take care of your health to prevent the same thing happening to you right and then we do have um other infections other conditions inflammatory conditions if i may call them so that may affect the kidney i believe we touched a much on them when we're talking about acute kidney injury right and then of course there are some unknown reasons some individuals present and even though with thorough assessment it is not known what may have caused the kidney injury Right. So in terms of the signs and symptoms of chronic kidney disease, they're essentially more or less the same as those of acute kidney injury. But here we we have symptoms. Right. Firstly, we have symptoms relating to that fluid buildup. We talked about them. We have symptoms uh, relating to those accumulation of toxins. We already talked about them as well. Uh, and then we have symptoms noted on the skin. Some individuals may have itchy skin. You have very, very itchy skin and sometimes it can even be dry, right, without them no noting why that is so. And then you may have skin color changes. Some individuals may have what you call hyperpigment where the skin is actually darker than normal and uh, may be noted on the neck on the armpits and various regions and it does not it is not attributable to buffing high uh, practices this is just an abnormality that is uh, coming about because of this dysfunction of the kidney and then some may have pale skin due to the anemia because we talked about how kidneys are important in the production of red blood cells so when there's a dysfunction in that the individual will have anemia um, we talked about our neurological symptoms which is when the brain has been affected right and then we talked about um some of how your cells in your bodies are affected and in this regard we have to note that your immune system as well uh, may dysfunction leading to someone having recurrent or repetitive infections so that's something to look out for and then one important one is osteodystrophy which is just a change in the growth and formation of bone because we talked about our vitamin d and our calcium and how they play a very important role in bone uh, development so in this regard people may note that they're having bones they are being predisposed to multiple fractures or breaking of those bones because they are quite weak and when it happens in children they may actually even have growth delay right so yeah that's that with the symptoms in terms of the investigations for both acute and chronic uh, you may have certain blood tests that are being done to evaluate um, number one those waste materials that we talked about your urea and your creatinine if they're elevated then it may point to that uh, to, to a dysfunction within the kidney right and then also checking some of the salts if they are balanced as well because if they are too low or too high they also have certain symptoms that they will show within the body right and then there are certain urine studies that are being done as well to see the functioning of the kidney uh, because you're losing certain things uh, some proteins or 
blood or any other thing that is in that may be noted in the urine it has to be investigated and then there are certain imaging studies and ultrasound is very um, useful in this regard where they'll just uh, take a picture so to say <laughs> of your kidney to get to see how it looks like if it has become smaller or shrinked if it has enlarged because maybe there are cysts in there uh, to appoint your polycystic kidney disease right or any other dysfunction within it will be able to be noted and then if it is needed a biopsy can be taken which is just taking a small piece of your kidney to go and evaluate it uh, microscopically to see what may be causing kidney dysfunction and these investigations are important uh, to get to see what the cause of the kidney injury is or even to help because this will help in managing it right and then also it helps in staging chronic kidney diseases there are certain stages we'll not talk about them now but there are some kidigo guidelines if anyone wants to go look at them which help in staging um looking at the functionality of the kidney that is left or that is still being preserved right so the different stages they have they talk to the management of the kidney uh, of the patient going forward right so in terms of management firstly uh, dietary modification uh, people who have kidney disease especially chronic they will have to be on a low nitrogen low protein diet because you said um, those metabolites that need to be excreted they come about from the breakdown of protein mostly so you need to have a low protein diet so that means low uh, fleshy diets and other sources of proteins they have to be balanced and then you also there's need for with also less salts less oils right and also a need for monitoring for those salts within the body the patient will be continually monitored because if they are too high there's a salt called uh, potassium or an electrolyte called potassium if it's too high it will cause many problems with your heart with many many organs essential organs in your body right and there's also need for managing the chronic conditions that an individual has the hypertension which may come because of the kidney injury or even one that an individual had before right it needs to be managed well such that the disease does not progress further on causing more trouble to the individuals and then we get on to managing the complications that come about with um chronic kidney disease <clears throat> we talked about your anemia there are certain medications given to try and control that to ensure that your hb levels are stay at the right at the right levels right and then managing of your oyster dystrophy your bone related conditions right so there are certain medications also that are given with regards to that uh, managing also if you're having that dysfunction within your blood in terms of preventing you from bleeding excessively yeah there are certain medications that are given as well with regard to that as well so and then also in any infections that may come on the person it's important to manage them quite adequately and then most importantly keeping away from nephrotoxic drugs these are the medications we said can actually cause uh, harm further harm to the kidney because you're trying to in this way the remaining functional part of the kidney is trying to be preserved to prevent someone from having what we call now uh, kidney failure right so 
before any medication is started or before someone pre prescribes any medication it's important to adjust them to ensure that they are within the right limits for someone who's having kidney problems and then we get on to renal replacement therapy which is now aimed at helping your body to remove those excess materials to prevent them from accumulating because if they accumulate we said you will have problems so you will do dialysis there's what you call hemodialysis or peritoneal dialysis hemodialysis is when someone is actually goes for sessions some may go three times a week it depends on your functionality of your kidney and what uh, is discussed with your health practitioner but here because someone would have the, here we'll be having someone being connected to the dialysis machine and it will this machine essentially removes those toxic materials or waste products from the blood and then rechannels the blood the clean blood back into the individual right and then in terms of your peritoneal dialysis this is when your abdomen or your peritoneal cavity is being used to help uh, cleanse those toxins from your body. So in, in, in a surgery is done and then they put certain tubes, if I may call them so, into your abdomen and then they put in a dialysis fluid. It's called a diacylate, right? So this uh, fluid will keep on taking those toxic material, waste materials from your blood and then channeling them into the diacylate and then it's being drained uh, continually right so all these discussions will be adequately done uh, before someone chooses it before a treatment is chosen for a patient right and then we lastly we may have kidney transplant uh, where a donor is found and then they they actually donate a kidney to help um a kidney is donated essentially <laughs> uh, because of time i think we'll not talk about polycystic kidney diseases now but we'll move on to caring for your kidneys right so firstly lifestyle modification a healthy diet including more fruits more vegetables more whole grains and having low fat and low salts it's very important to keep not only the kidney healthy but the rest of the body uh functioning well because it is a whole unit right and then exercise and weight management very important at least 30 minutes of moderate exercise for most days of the week is recommended uh, to be done right and then with proper hydration proper proper hydration cannot stress that uh, enough and then stress management is also very important and then one other thing avoid nephrotoxic nephrotoxic drugs or self-prescription this one is very very important whenever someone is not feeling well it is best to seek professional help in terms of getting to to start new medication because there are medications we said that are actually toxic to your kidneys right and these include even herbal concoctions if one is uh, planning on starting one it's important to seek professional help or advice with regards to those before starting and this talks also to avoiding alcohol and illicit drugs they damage the kidney and then it's important to manage chronic conditions well hypertension your diabetes or any other chronic conditions it's important because we talked about how ultimately they will uh, affect the kidney function 
And then if someone has concerning symptoms, either the ones you've talked about or any other sickness that they're concerned about, it's important to consult as early as possible, such that if there is a kidney problem, it may be noted earlier and it may be managed earlier before it advances to chronic kidney disease and eventually kidney failure and most importantly it's important to pray <laughs> in light of the john 1 2 which says one verse 2 beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth for we remember that god is the great physician he created our bodies and he's the sustainer of our health it is by his grace and by his help with our efforts as well involved that we can actually get to have good kidney health and overall general health um, i think we'll stop here for today thank you very much for your attention let us pray heavenly father we thank you for your grace, we thank you for your mercy, and we thank you for having been with us as we were discussing an important topic on kidney diseases, Heavenly Lord. Continue to guide us on how we ought to take care of our bodies, Father, that whatsoever we eat, whatsoever we drink, whatsoever we do, may we bring glory and honor unto your holy name, Heavenly Father, being in good health, that we may go forth and do your work without having any hindrances um, that prevent us from going forward be it in health physically spiritually emotionally or in any aspect father continue to be with us lord and may we not only learn for ourselves but may we share these truths study them more and share them with others as we continue to be in you this we pray in jesus name amen <music>